Hi guys, and welcome back to my podcast, King Queens Lords of Internet. Um, today I kind of I want to talk about kind of moving out for the first time. Um, not that I have moved out, I haven't done so yet. Um, but I have been playing on it recently. Uh, moving out of my mom's place. Um, just kind of thinking about you know like what's the first thing I should do? You know what should what should I be looking for? You know, certain questions should be asking. Um, those kind of things. And I decided to kind of, in a way, document it. In a sense, um, I have been looking around. And uh, I forgot to tell you. If you hear any noise, I'm sitting in my bed right now. I just didn't feel like putting off my chair. So, yeah. Anyways. Um... So yeah, today I wanted to look around at kind of things I should know before moving out. And I know some things, but I feel like I'm like with a lot of people, it's more of a learning experience. And not everyone's going to have a movie moment, you know, where... Ooh, sorry, my back. Uh, but yeah, not everyone's going to have a movie moment where, you know, they just move out and, you know, either it's going to be... I think uh, I think in movies they show like people just either you know, usually just having like they're so excited to move out, you know, and then like usually after the first few days or a few weeks or whatever they kind of see how hard life is when they're not being cradled by their parents or wherever they're living at. And a lot of times they move out on their own, which is what I'm planning on doing. Uh, for the most part, I do I would like to move out and have my own space. But I am also thinking of, you know, other thing, other plans as well with family, family and some close friends. Um, but yeah, I personally just want to look through and maybe just talk to guys. I don't know, maybe someone else out there is having a question, you know, what should I know before I move out? Um, so I just went, like I usually do, kind of, uh, kind of psych- psychology-like style. And, well, first let me turn down my volume on my computer so it doesn't make noise. There you go. And, let me just look. Yeah, because I kind of went kind of psychology style, just clicked on a bunch of websites and saw what I get to see what I know. Um... A lot of these do have somewhat of a similar uh, system that there's going on. But I do just want to look around and see what, you know, everyone has six. I'm pretty sure everyone has different things that they, uh, that they go through. Everyone has different things. I know that there are some people who have, you know, parents help them out through the whole thing. There's some people who just move down on their own. Some, you know, have different circumstances. I don't know. But anyway, enough talking. Let's get into it. I went through a bunch of different websites, so I'm not, I kind of have a kind of in the list with little notes or things that are written down in the list. Well, not really written down. They're typed up. But anyway, one second. Excuse me. Excuse me. Anyways. 
Um, they're not really in particular order, but these are things that I've, that, you know, I looked down and I was like, yeah, this is definitely, you know, helpful. Um, first thing that I, um, kind of looked at is kind of like cooking, uh, grocery shopping and, you know, kind of everything that kind of deal with food. Um, cause personally, um, I know that I have listeners in other countries as well, but I definitely know, uh, I've heard um, just the portion size in America is just so bigger than in other countries and how I think some countries don't get free refills, which is which at first I heard, heard I was like, man, that's kind of weird. But at the same time, I can understand, like, you know, if you want another drink, like you're going to have to pay for the, for another drink. Um, yeah, um, basically, I know personally, I know a lot of my budget that's not spent on going to a I just noticed there's an echo. I'm already five minutes into recording. I don't, I don't want to, I'm not going to restart. Anyways, sorry about the echo. But like I said, microphone situation is bad and I'm tight on money, which is another reason why I decided to look up this kind of thing because when I move out, I really will be tight on money. Um, but anyway, yeah, cooking, grocery shopping. I know I usually eat out, but that's only because one is convenient and two, I just don't always have the time to cook which I think I will have to make some lifestyle changes when I do move out um and one thing about cooking and grocery shopping is of course it's a it's a necessary skill um not saying you need to have like a max level skill like an SAL where it's like yeah I'm gonna max out my cooking skill dude no but just enough to be like you know what I can at least follow a recipe you know I know what kind of foods I like, so I know, you know, I can at least take things with me. I can, I know what to go to the grocery store and buy, you know. I'm not going to walk into Walmart or Target or Food Lion or wherever you are and just kind of walk, and just walk in about, man, what am I going to eat? And just buy like a fro- one frozen pizza and walk out. Like, not, probably not enough to, you know, survive off of. So when you make your grocery shopping trip, you know, to make sure that, you know, you you know what you eat, you know you know what you would personally go out and buy and eat, that you, so you don't have the biggest craving to go out and buy more food. If you know what I'm saying, like go buy and eat out, make it more of a treat instead of like a uh, excuse me, instead of a like a, a a daily thing. One thing that I found kind of funny though was it says doing your own laundry, and I was sitting there thinking I was like. How many kids just don't do their own laundry? Or at least know how to work a washer and dryer. Which I'm pretty sure some people are like, you'll be surprised. But I mean, like, it's not that hard to figure out how to use a washer and dryer. To turn, to put the detergent in there, turn the washer and dryer on. It does, it's not that hard. I think the only thing I do, which I know some people, something I don't do, which I know some people do, is to sort out the colors. I know some people wash the whites with the whites, then some people wash the blacks, and then the colors separate. I don't do that. I legit just throw them all in there. But at the same time, I don't really wash too... I think a lot of the jobs I work at now um, are more lax. So I usually wear hoodies and stuff, so I can kind of get away with it. But I don't go to many places where, you know... I don't use, like, color boosters or anything fancy. I just throw the charger in and my it's clean. It's functional clothing. <laughs> It'll work. 
Um, but yeah, learn how to basically do your laundry, you know, instead of just washing, drying, you know, how to fold your own clothes, how to put them away, not just have them laying around. I'm pretty sure we all know we have that chair or some people have, you know, and pretty much a box or something that they pretty much throw all their clothes on. Everyone has it. Everyone has experienced it at least at one point in their life. It's okay. But, you know, just learning how to at least clean it out to yourself is a big thing. Um, another thing I thought was really important as well, especially if you're going for a house, is for house maintenance. So, you know, kind of, like I know when uh, my, mom, my mom got a house, you know, cutting, cutting the lawn. You know, you're responsible for making sure the lawn's cut. And like an apartment building, which I'm more so looking at, um, apartment buildings, you know, usually the maintenance people usually help maintain the property, of course, you don't litter and stuff like that, but outside of that, it's usually up to the apartment people, depending on where you live, to kind of keep the area clean. Um, but even then, like, you still have to make sure to, you know, not flush things on toilets you're not supposed to. You know, make sure you're not purposely destroying appliances and sinks and stuff. So, of course, that can cost you. Of course, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, if you're going for more of a house situation... You're like lawn. That's a, that's your responsibility, and you can get fee. You can get fees because I know um, in a lot of neighborhoods there's HOA fees, which is basically like a big committee of people that basically make sure the neighborhood or wherever you're living at is good. I guess I really don't know their whole purpose, except I know a lot of people complain about them because they don't like being charged or told what to do. Um, but yeah, um, like lawn you have to be clean. You know, making sure certain parts of your house is Stays neat and tidy, basically. Don't have your house a wreck. Um, so, yeah. Even things like changing light bulbs, fixing things, like... Many people probably won't know how to do this. Maybe on the first go-around, and even if you do, or don't know, remember, it's always Google, Google and YouTube. Two of our biggest things that's always helped us. I'm pretty sure, you know, that's one thing parents really can't complain about. Okay, so I, I, I still get hit with sometimes, like, back in my day, you, we wouldn't be able to do all that. I'm like, yeah, probably back in your day, you had to call someone. If not, you had to know, like, the nearest person who, who like, knew how to fix things. Nowadays, anyone can learn how to fix it with YouTube and Google or know who to call. Um, the next main thing I knew is car um, because things like um, how to pop the hood. I, I know there's, I still have encountered some people who don't know how where to, how to pop their own hood. Like somebody, hey, can you pop your hood for me so I can like do a jump start? They're like, I don't know how to do it. And it's like, that is a very functional piece of, like outside of putting gas in your car, you should know how to pop your own hood. Otherwise, you can't put any fluids in there. It, it kind of mind boggled me um, how to jump start a car, yes. Always know where your battery is. I know in some new cars, the batteries are in the trunk. So you always want to know where your battery's at. Um, also make sure you know regular maintenance, and how to also change it, like change a tire. I technically know how to do one, but I don't know like the specifics. Like I don't know where you'll raise the actual car at, but I do know you need to like you know undo the bolts, take the car tire off, and put the donut up there. Or unless you have a new tire, you know you can put that up there. Um, but I know the tire part, you know, you can just take the bolts off and take them off. Take the tire off and then put the tire up there and put the bolts back up. The new one. But also, um, a piece of advice, 
the donut, which is basically like the, I think every car comes like a, you know, a spare tire, also known as a donut. That's not supposed to last you forever. That's supposed to last you until either you get home or get to a nearest service station, which then can reply, which then can get you like a new tire. So always make sure you also have enough money to, you know, ha- you know, for things like that emergency situations where, you know, you have to, you know, spend money. Um, time management, that's always a good one. Um, cause I know when I first started thinking about it, when I was in high school in a very depressing time, I was like, no, I'm going to eat, sleep and work. That's all I want to do. And even with that, you know, you still want, you know, realistically, you want to make sure it's time for, you know, recreation or other things, but you still have to time manage. Meaning... You need to make sure you have time for, you know, cleaning after yourself. You need to make sure you, especially if you're going to cook for yourself, be more, you know, leave, lead a more healthy lifestyle. Uh, make sure you're, you know, cooking. Make sure you have time to go grocery shopping. You don't want to be rushing everywhere because that can raise your stress levels, which can make you unhealthy, which then can make other part, which can affect other parts of your life. You know, just like parents, how they can make one tiny little thing turn into a catastrophe, make it a whole butterfly effect. Same thing with stress. Stress can literally just ruin lots of parts of your life. You can all just link back to stress. Some kind of crazy way of stress is a multi-monopoly on death, pretty much. Um, another thing I wanted, I knew I looked at was healthcare. Um... Or healthcare, basically just insurance. Make sure you know you're not sick. And if you are sick, make sure you know, can my insurance cover it? You know, that's why whenever I look at jobs, I'm like, do they offer insurance? I'm like, that's the biggest thing. Do they offer insurance? And if they do, I like, I'm like, I would, I would like to know to an extent who they're insurance with, especially when I first start doing paperwork and stuff, because I need to know, hey, can my doctor, you know, accept this insurance? If not, I need to know. What's my, ne- my, what's my next option? You know, I don't want to just be hoping that they get it. Um, trying to see what what's on my list. Um, oh, yeah, okay. So that was some things, but one of th- some other things I was looking at is scams. Now, I had to look this up on the website because I didn't know that there were some scams. That people did, but I decided to at least look them up and share some. Um, there's three that apartmentlist.com I'm listed. One of them is the two the too good to be true scams. So it says here so if you see a listing for an apartment that is selling well below the market rate or seems lax in requirements for applicants, run the other way. Both of these details imply that the landlord is desperate to get anyone into the union. unit. <laughs> wrong way. That says, typically, this means there's something wrong with the unit that is scaring most prospects off, or the unit isn't in the best shape to begin with. Uh, your apartment isn't something to try to save big on. Six lessons that sound legit, so long as they're in your budget, this will help you avoid renting a terrible unit. I've heard about this. I've heard, you know, like, some people, like, they will... Like, kind of like going to eBay or something. If you don't see a picture, 
probably don't buy it if we don't see pictures, you know. If we don't see evidence, you know. Just like I know some people say, you know, like when they sell cars, like if they have like all the documents that, you know, basically says, hey, this is all the work I did on the vehicle. It kind of brings up the value on the car a little bit is what I've heard. Um, kind of with telling I, I don't know why I thought about that, but I mean, you know, if, if they're basically not giving you any proof that this is what they want. I was like, hey, like, if I saw something for rent, like, apartments in my area is around 1000 to 1300 U.S. dollars. That's quite a bit of money in some places. I know some places are like, yo, what? But I know some places are like, yo, I wish I was paying that much. Um, but with that bit of money, if I saw an apartment for rent, I saw a one, one bedroom or a studio apartment, maybe charging eight, seven hundred. $600 a month, yeah, it might be intriguing for my wallet, but my mind's going to be like, wait, that's that's a little too low, especially if everyone else is like in a thousand or up range, there's something wrong. Uh, another one says the third party scam, um, so basically the person showing you the unit isn't the land loaner or the property manager, um, they shouldn't be showing you the unit at all. Uh, most importantly, you shouldn't be letting any third party handle any aspect of the rental application process. Uh, typically, in, in a case where you're dealing with a third party, uh, they're actually scammers looking to take your money and run. Do your due diligence by keeping an eye out for identical listings on apartment search sites. Scammers often use these to learn prospects. And the last one says, excuse me, my voice. The last one says, the no lease scam. Anyone who wants you to rent without a lease agreement puts you in a position with no rights. Without a lease agreement, you aren't protected as a tenant. You'll be completely subject to anything that the landlord wants. This can include high unexpected rent raises, unfulfilled maintenance requests, and being kicked out with no notice. The takeaway, never, never rent without a lease. And it's always good to have someone else also read over the lease. So I know if I ever wanted to, I probably would ask. My mom or my aunts, only because I know, for one, I've they we moved a lot, so they they will have you know some type of you know ability to help look over a lease and but okay this lease is good or you know we don't want to sign this lease because you know you know basically you know, blah 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 um, you don't want I know you don't want the lease that basically is way too broad in its in this or lax in its terms. Because, you know, then they can be anything, which means the landlord can really do anything they want. You know, but you don't want, but you know, you want to look for things that are kind of clear and concise that says, you know, you can do this, but you cannot do this. And basically this can happen, but also blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Like it gives very clear and concise terms saying this may happen. This cannot happen to the point where, you know, if you were to go to court, there's no, if, you know, if, ands and buts about it, if you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I, I remember seeing, I was like, what? I was a little confused. Um, but yes, another thing that I was looking at is to narrow down location. Um, I kind of know the area I'm not, I want to live in. Um, but of course, just like in most places, there, there's always ups and downs with any location that you're moving into. There's no real paradise kind of location. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who, you know, live by the beach. But if you live by the beach, well, guess what? 
you better have some really good insurance on that house. And your very good renters or homeowners insurance because, you know, tsunamis, you know, floods, anything that can happen that can ruin your house, you need to have good insurance. You know, or living in the mountains or something. Yeah, it might be nice, but of course, my biggest fear of living in the mountains or in the forest or something is dying and no one knowing that anything happened. So, I don't know, you have to narrow down location. There's no such thing as a paradise location. In my eyes, there's always going to be a downside, but you should at least feel safe and knowing that you're not being ripped off. I guess that makes sense. Um, some of the factors that they said uh, you should look into um, was safety. Um, I know that's one of the things that we looked into. Um, when I know mom was looking into because when we left our last apartments, uh, there were shootings happening in the area. And I'm glad we moved because um, a little bit after... Um, the Black Lives Matter protests were kind of happening. Um, it did it did get violent in the area that we were, that we used to live in, um, and like a lot of shop owners, places where you know again, uh, ransacked. So well, we were glad we moved. Another thing was convenience. Um, you want to make sure you're close enough to things, but not too. I mean, if you're I mean, if you're close enough to things, of course, prices will is going to go up because you know. You're close to a lot of things. You know, if you're close to a lot of shopping centers, um, you're close to, you know, a lot of emergency services. You're close to a lot of, you know, big things like tourist attractions, stuff like that. They're going to start raising their rents because, it, you know, you're, you're close to things. Um, proximity to important things, like I said, you know, school, work, um, emergency services, stuff like that. Um, thankfully, I don't have children, so I don't worry about school. Um, but for work, I know my... My maximum amount of commute that I want to drive, uh, maximum. So I know I want I don't want to drive more than an hour to work. So that means you know I don't want more than a two hour commute distance. Um. So that kind of opens a lot of doors for me, but at the same time I don't want to, only because of gas. Gas is gas is getting expensive, and I don't want to, I don't want to spend more than I need to. Um, I know walkability. I've seen those. On um, some apartment websites where it's like, oh, yeah, you can walk. You know, basically, I guess, it's walkability. So, I'm guessing you can walk, you know, in the area safely. Uh, I guess, like, to from, like, parks and stores and stuff. I don't trust walking. So, <laughs> we're not, we're going to skip that. Um, but entertainment, shopping options, parking, public transportation. And it says demographic in the neighborhoods. You don't want... To be the only young young adult in the neighborhood of retirees. That makes sense. Um, I know parking, public transport. I know there's some um, apartments that don't have um, parking that you can that they can allow you to, or if you do, I think it's like what's it called? Like I guess um, what is that called? Um, it's like assigned parking. That's what I'm gonna say. Um, but I know demographics. I thought about it because I know um. Like, you probably won't know, like, there's any sex offenders in the area, you know? Are you living close? You know, like, you kind of, you want to know, you kind of want to test out the neighborhood, you know? Am I going to be living near, am I going to live in a rich neighborhood or in a torn down neighborhood, you know? Am I going to be living, you know, around these kind of people or this kind of people? You know, you kind of want to know where you're moving into so you can feel more, so, you know, if you know if you're going to feel safe or if you need to back out and just wait. 
Um, and oof, I'm sorry. Excuse me. One of one of the things also was looking at when you start moving out. You no, know, I remember as many times we have moved is cleaning out everything. I think for a last place, my mom was like, we're throwing this way, we're throwing this away. I want that, that's going to be thrown away. Like, she, we would have thought, I thought about selling some of the stuff, but we have had uh, problems with people just just being no-shows with with uh, things. So, you know, we don't, last couple of times, we had to move out in a more of a hurry. So, there's, there's no need you know, to keep a lot of things. I feel like personally, if I ever did move out, I want to move into a place with the ability that I can move back out in a in a short amount of time. Like if something were to happen, I can I can leave. Like I can just pack up a few things, throw my car and leave. You know, let's be let's not be realistic for a second. Let's say zombie apocalypse happened. I should be able to throw a I throw I should be able to throw some clothes and a few things and a couple couple of backpacks and leave. And not feel too bad that, oh, I left so much stuff in my house. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, let's say in a more realistic situation, let's say, oh, your lease is up and I know how to leave. I don't want to sit here and, you know, be questioning, you know, how am I going to move out on time? You know, am I going to, you know, I have all this stuff. How, how am I going to move it out? I'm going to move to storage. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to have all those thoughts. I want to be like, you know what? I'm just, I'm just going to throw all this stuff away and I'm going to keep my clothes and stuff. Like, I know what the things I'm going to move out with. It's mainly clothes and the bed that I'm sleeping on. And I know those are the first things I'm taking with me. Um, another thing was that that's all. Um, excuse me. I'm having like weird burps. Um, one second, I'm trying to find it. I have like a little listy thingy to hear, but I'm trying to find it. Um, I'm trying to see one of them for last, and I think a lot of people who, I think a lot of people are knowing what I'm going to talk about, but I, I kind of want to leave, I want to leave it till the end. Um, oh yeah, that was right, updating your dress. I talked to my grandma about this actually, uh, earlier. Basically, I know when she moved, she recently moved, and um, she got reminded that she had to basically um, update her license. I didn't know you had to update your license, but you have to. Whenever you move to a new place, you have to update your license. That's annoying. At least I know in my area, you have to. I'm not sure how it is in other states or in other countries, but I know every time you move, you have to change. Your, you have to change. You have to go and update your license, update everything. Um, so I know when I move, I have to update my driver's license, vehicle, my driver's license and vehicle registration. I know my driver's license, I looked up, I think for me personally, it's like around 15 or so dollars, US dollars, um, vehicle registration. I'm not sure, but you had to go with that. You had to, you had to tell all your insurance places. So car insurance. Health insurance, if you have renters or homeowner insurance, you have to update that. Uh, your bank, yes, you have to make sure they know. Uh, work, yes, because, hey, they need to know, hey, did you move out? Okay, where did you move out to? Because, you know, 
if they want to send you anything, they don't want to send it to a random person to a nobody. Um, of course, for voter registration and uh, and the post office. Because I know when I moved, when we just moved to from our last place to this place that we're living at now to our, to a new house, um, I had to um basically go and have our my mail with my name on it uh forwarded to my to my new address. I didn't know you had to do all that. And here's another thing I didn't know you had to do either. You had to turn on your utilities. I know you had to do that. Um I had a I brought up a website here. But I know some places do have it on. On the right you go when you arrive, especially when you are choose to. Um I didn't know you had to call the place and like had it all set up. Like I thought you can just you know basically you walk in, and like they will kind of like give you all the information, as like you're filling out paperwork. But I didn't know like you had to like or like I thought either that or either like the utility people themselves would like mail you or call you themselves. Like the office people, but like, okay, we're going to like. Let me call the utility people and let them know that someone's living here and give them your information. They'll call you to set everything up. I know you had to go yourself and call and set everything up. I didn't know you had to you had to do that yourself. So that's good for me to know now. So I don't walk up and be like, yeah, mom, my water's not working. <laughs> my electricity isn't working. I tried Google and YouTube and everything. And then I'll be like, did you turn it on? Like, did you call people and let them... Told them to turn on utilities. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And also, yes. Also make sure you see if your utilities are including your rent. I know some places do. Some places actually include the utilities in the rent. But some places do not. Some places actually, um, you have to pay them separate. I know where we're living at now, it's separate. And I think the past couple of places we lived in as well, it was separate. It was a separate bill as well. Um, of course, you know, how much, let me see, here's, where's the other thing I'm looking at? Well, they had quite a few things. Um, it was the website, trendify.com, that had the 20 things you should know before moving out your parents' house. How to wake up to an alarm clock. If you went to school, I think you know how to wake up to an alarm clock. I, excuse me, I think we all had a phone. I think we all are aware, uh... The demon, the alarm clock. One second. Um, but I think this this website kind of gave more like little things that you can learn to do. Um, but not like necessary, like clipping coupons. I don't know how many people use coupons, but I know I try to like. I think I go like I know like with Food Lion, they have like an MVP card. You know, basically that's isn't you don't it's not like a credit card. Cause I know like a lot of uh, stores like they have like like Walmart credit cards, um, gas station credit cards, stuff like that. I don't apply for those because those aren't saving cards. Those are credit cards. Meaning that you're basically gonna pay them more money for things that you're paying on the product already. If you know what I'm saying? Like they're gonna be like, yeah, you're saving this much, but you're still paying me back this. And since it's a credit card, you're still paying that with interest. 
So you're really not saving anything. You're saving on the immediate gratification of that product, but in the long run, it's going to cost you more. So I don't go with a credit card, um, which I actually do need to. That's another thing. Uh, learn to use your credit card wisely. <laughs> don't don't just use your credit card for everything. Um, try to use it on smaller purchases if possible, because the bigger the purchase, the more the more time it's going to take to you know pay it off. And that's the last thing you want to do. You want to at least be paying it off on time, if not early, because that one can boost your credit score. Um, and two, it can just it can make your life easier. Um, but try to like try to you know when you get your paycheck, spend spend your paycheck on the bills first, and you can use your credit card for like small things. Like you know, I went out to go get me McDonald's meal. I use my credit card. I can pay that off quicker than if I used it to pay a hundred dollar bill. If I use to pay my phone bill for me and my siblings, that's around hundred dollars. If I just use my credit card on that, it's gonna probably take me, it's gonna take me longer to pay that off. In a sense, it's gonna it's take more money to pay that than it would be if I just paid off, you know, a ten dollar meal at McDonald's. Um, but yeah. Let's see here. Yeah, how to cook everything. Bills add up quick. Yes. I know when uh before you move out you do want to at least look at the bills you are paying by yourself, um before you just jump the gun and move out. Because bills are going to add up, and you want to know what you what's a luxury and what's a necessity. You know, are like do you think cable and TV is a luxury? You know, if you move out with the, with you moving out and you want to set all that up, great. But in a lot. A lot of times it's a luxury, you know. A lot of things you probably get on cable, you can probably get on YouTube. Now, purchase someone has recorded it, or someone, has, or you can pay for it on YouTube TV. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, you know, streaming services. You know, do I need all the streaming services, or can I cut them off? You know, you know, see what's a luxury and what is, you know, not. So you can and see how much money you're making, so you can consolidate them. But okay, here's my rent. Here's my rent that has been paid on this much. Uh, is this much of rent? You pay it on this day of every month. Here's my car. Here's my car note. Here's my car insurance. Here's my renter's insurance. You know, here's my phone bill. You know, here's my gas for my gas tank. You know, gas if you had to pay gas as a separate bill for your house. You know, here's my food bill. You know, all you know probably a lot more as well. You know, insurance if it's not taken out of your check. So there's a lot of things that go into, you know. Moving out, not just oh, I'm just gonna pay rent, and that's it. You know, cartoons lie to you, that's not all you have to do. Sorry, um, yeah, I like how all said throwing a party is a bad idea. Yeah, in a lot of places, it's like, yeah, just throwing, yeah, just throwing a party, like, yeah, I just got a new house to throw a party. And it's like, you just moved in, like, you. Just moved in. I would never do that. I'm sorry. I I'm like, yeah, you might help me. I'm like, yo, we gonna move stuff in, and then that's it. The re- the next few days, weeks, maybe a couple months, I'm moving. I'm I'm like putting my stuff up, and that's it. Uh, but yeah, when's garbage day, and when you and why you know this? Mainly because you don't. I mean, you don't know when trash needs to be done. <laughs> you know, always have trash. Know when trash day is, and also know where the trash place is. I know some 
luxury apartments have it so you can just walk down the hallway and just throw your trash there. Drop like a little chute. And there's some places, you know, we had to walk outside and drive to the other side of the apartment complex and throw the trash there. Because I do it before. What that meant, guess what? We ain't we ain't going out at night. We're gonna wait till the next morning and throw the trash out. Always know when, when trash day is. Um, I know one thing my mom said, which I know is true, is that when you move out you will see how kind of cheap you're living in the sense of you weren't paying much when you were living with your parents. Especially if your parents weren't making you pay a lot. Like I know where I'm living now, I I pay I pay you know my own bills and I pay I help my mom with some other stuff. Um, but yeah, you're when you move out you're gonna realize a lot of things that your parents have, like couches, TVs, chairs, all that's expensive, especially if they didn't get like a thrift store or, you know, off, you know, with some people, you know, I'm not sure if it's, it was like this in other countries, but I know in some places um, people have like chairs and stuff like on the side of the road where they just usually leave for trash day or if someone comes and picks up, you know, they can just come pick it up off the side of the road. Um, you know, and usually that stuff's expensive, okay? It's expensive stuff. So, you know, you have to start realizing, hey, all those decorations you have, they cost money. That TV, money. You know, the couch, money. Beds, money. All Especially if you want nice stuff, not just, I need something to just get me by, you know, for the next couple months, few months of that, so I can budget out everything, see if I can even think about buying it, or if I have to make that wait the next couple of apartments. You have to make it work. Uh, I know some. I noticed also mentioned um, shopping at thrift stores for clothing, but I'm one of those people who just will use my clothing until it starts ripping holes. I'm like, does it still fit me? Yes, I'm wearing it. You know, is it ripping holes? Like, can I walk out my house in in a hoodie and still feel okay? Yes, then I'm gonna still wear it. <laughs> But I know some people who like name brand, so like, you gotta start getting used to looking at thrift stores. And I know Kobe, I know some places maybe haven't opened up. I know my area, thrift stores have, but of course, like dressing rooms and a lot of places have not opened back up. Um, but some places have. So, you know, make sure, make sure you know your size before you walk in as well. That's helpful information. You know, know, especially like, you know, know your pants size, know your shirt size. So you can look at them like, okay, yeah, I can buy this. You know, so you're not second guessing because especially if it's a thrift store. Um, I'm not sure, but I don't think they wash all those clothes before they put them out on the floor. So even though you don't know who else has touched those clothes before, you don't know if the employees didn't, didn't wash their hands. You don't know. So always take precautions, you guys. Always take precautions. Um, for some of the people that I know personally, school and otherwise, you don't have a maid. Your, your family, your friends, they're not your maid. They're not going to come by and just clean up after yourself. And guess what? Maids are expensive. Okay. They're going to actually charge you for your work. So that means you actually have to clean up your, after yourself. Thank you. I just feel like, I, I just feel like I had to say that out loud. Um, also says, of course, when you move out, I think one of the first things everyone wants is freedom. I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, and you can't tell me what to do. 
True. But guys, that means you have to know how to time manage. You also know how to know your priorities. You have to make your own morals and ethics. You know, you have to learn how to do things correctly. And just because, yeah, your parents aren't there, but guess what? The office, the the landlord, the property, the property people are definitely there to tell you. Yeah, you want blast music? Cool. You you can technically do that, but don't be surprised when you get an eviction notice for too many noise complaints. Oh, you want to eat ice cream all day? Sure, go ahead. Just don't keep calling mom about you know stomach ache. You know you can technically do whatever you want whenever you want, but. You know, you're going to have to learn that there's certain, there's reasons why your parents told you why you can and cannot do things. Um, whew, sorry, my nose is not helping me to dice. Lord mercy. I know one thing says invite your parents over and I'm like, mm, I'll do that one day. <laughs> One day. Okay. And finally, for the big thing that I know a lot of people are thinking about, finances, which I did kind of talk about a little bit throughout the episode. But that's, you know, basically budget. And, of course, budgeting is boring. Not everyone likes it. And, of course, usually stops the fun out of moving out because you have to know, hey, can I pay this bill? Can I not? Can I, you know, do I have to ask for this bill to be no? Can I get an extension on this bill? For those who don't know what an extension is, you have to look it up so you can know what it's talking about. All these things. Like, you have to know a whole lot. But a lot of times, before people who either had to move out because of, you know, pressing circumstances or, you know, something happened, they are just kind of forced into a world of adulting. You know, they might have to learn through experience. So, for those of us who are fortunate enough that are not in that situation, we do want to, you know, take advantage of, one, Google and YouTube. With people who can tell us, hey, these are things you want to look at. You know, make sure you're in a good location. Know you know how to budget. You know, know to look at your paycheck. And that there's a reason like whenever people are working, whenever you work, people are usually like, Man, like that picture's gone. The moment I earn it is gone because guess what? The moment they get the paycheck, what 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 bills are due? That's the first thing that pops in my mind. What bills are due? What do I have to pay off? What needs to be fixed? When needs to be repaired. Those are the first things that usually pop in your mind. Then when you have kids, or when you're married, or have other, well, does this person need something? Do we need new clothes? Do we need, there's always some, some new need that pops up. So you always want to know how you're budgeting. You know, that's why they tell you to save, which is something I need, I'm still learning to do. Um, but you know, hey, do I have enough money to pay this? Oh, I have a little bit more extra money in this paycheck. Should I save it or should I spend it on myself? You know? A lot of financial decisions go into play. You know, aside just, you know, big things like bills, you know, hey, emergencies happen. You know, if you have a medical emergency that your insurance will not cover because one thing, if you're not working or if you will soon be working, your your insurance won't cover everything. Like it might cover your doctor's visits. Cool. But most time you still have to pay a copay. Or at least some, some insurances do. That's why it's always important to know your insurance. You know, all, you know when you do your onboard paperwork, because I know when I started working, and pretty much all my jobs, whenever you, they, it's called onboard paperwork. 
a lot when you have to sign up for insurance and stuff, if you are full time, you have to look through all your insurance, know what your insurance is, look through the paperwork. They will tell you, hey, we will cover this, but you will have to pay this. Meaning, hey, you get you know if you get an emergency, yeah, we'll pay this much, but it's up to you to pay this. Oh, you're going for a regular doctor visit? Sure, no problem. But we'll tell you if you need to pay, make a copay. All these things go into play. So, you know, and those do come out of your paycheck, though. I do know that much. I think, I think I'm glad I'm learning these things now, though, because if I didn't learn a lot of, of these things now, I personally would be like, yo, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I feel like it would be a lot of shocker. But you, I think they said you need to know your weekly, or your daily, weekly, monthly, uh, by you know, uh, semi year, semi annual, and annually uh, expenses. So you know, what am I using day to day? You know, if I'm driving to work every day, that's a daily expense. Gas, you know, th- gas and food. If I'm eating out as well, you know, weekly, you know, am I do I have any weekly expenses I have to pay? Bi-weekly or monthly, you know, bills. So, of course, you know, rent, you know, cars, car insurance, you know, car note or car payment, whatever you want to call it. That's usually being monthly. Uh, semi-annually. I know you're supposed to usually shop around for insurance. Car insurance, you know, every, like, twice a year, every six months. Am I doing that? You know, do I have anything that is required me to pay that much? Annually. Property taxes. You will be par- paying property tax. You might be like, oh, well, if I move into an apartment, I don't have to. Wrong. If you have a car, you will be paying property tax. You know, unless you just don't have a car, then, you know, you don't have to worry about that one little bit of life. But still, like, you have to know, you know, what things are due. Because the last thing you want to do is be hit with a big, big bill or a big fee, and you don't know what's going on. Which is why I'm trying to stay with mom as long as possible. At the same time, start moving out with enough uh, stuff. Uh, Did I talk about this? Okay. I think I did. No, I didn't. Well, I'll talk about it again. If I did, well, that's whatever. Um, it says some of the things you should look into buying before you move is a bed, which, I mean, I'm keeping my old bed. Uh, curtains, um, toolkit, step stool, shower curtain, toilet paper, first aid kit, clean supplies, kitchen basics, and electrics. I think, nothing about it, I think I did say that in the beginning. Oh, well, like I said, I'll just say it, I said it again. And of course, you these things are of course the big things you want to know before. Yes, please get this stuff because they never talk about this in cartoons. They never talk about this in movies. They either walking is already furnished, most likely the characters have already been living there for weeks, months, years now, so they already have everything or already came furnished. And furnished furnished places are going to cost you more. Just a big FYI. So don't just walk into the apartments or anything that's already decked out. Yeah, they have the interior designer or interior decorator or whatever already come in and put all that stuff out there. Just to make it look nice. When in reality, they're going to take all that stuff out the moment you're going to move in. So if you're going to pay for a furnished place, 
you know you can pay a lot more. Especially a lot more fines. They're not going to include into your regular rent. Number th- but like, I never hear people, people talk about like, oh, how to buy toilet paper. You know, how to buy bowls and plates and cups and spoons and stuff. They never talk about that. <laughs> They're just like, you know what? Yeah, I have this house. So, you know, it's kind of like seeing someone at the end of the finish line. And you're kind of like not at that finish line yet. You know, you have to, you have to get there. You know, you, when you see all the people with decorations and everything, it's like, man, like, their house looks really nice. Yeah, but, you know, if this is, this is their first rodeo, just know it took them a, a while to get there. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, is there anything else I want to talk about that I found? Hmm. Shopping, I talk about credit cards. Oh, here's something. Um, a time of year to start looking to move. It says you're hiring a moving company or even renting a moving truck. The costs are usually cheaper during the off seasons. Um, those are November, December, and January. Also, it says when you move during these months, you'll be able to put items on your holiday wish list for family members to buy you. You can also ask for gift certificates to stores like Target, Walmart, Amazon, other stuff like that. So, that's good. But I know also you want to know, I think the job market, not job, I think the house market, I think prices get cheaper. I think in the colder months. But I think it's also because not a lot of people are moving. So, of course, you know, sell people into getting into apartments and stuff, you know. They're going to try to lower prices. But, you know, like your first Three months rent is going to be no, only 900 before it goes up to 1100 You know, they're going to do little sales and stuff like that. So, look for that. Oh, also roommates. Yes. Um, when, when you're looking, uh, if you're going to be moving over to roommates, I'll say this. Always, it's always going to be different. I mean, regardless if you know the person more, if it's the best friend, regardless if it's anything. It's one thing visiting this person. It's one thing spending the night with this person. It's one thing, you know, just going to work with this person. It's a whole other thing living with the person. You know, you can live with this person, and guess what? It's gonna be it can be a whole different situation than how it was before. Um, but also make sure you have boundaries. You know, can they? You know, and that's for each other. You have to remember. If you're both moving out, you're both consenting adults here, basically. Not in the way, I'm pretty sure some people heard it. But consenting as in the fact that you're both choosing to live with each other. Which means you both need to have boundaries set. Saying, hey, you know, you can have people over. But, you know, you have to let me know first. You know, you we can th- you can throw a party. But you have to let, but you need to let me know a good heads up ahead of time. You know, which bills are we going to pay? Those, you know, you have to have boundaries. You have to talk. You have to have this good talk before you sign the lease and both your names on the lease, because then you can't really kick the other person out unless something really bad happens. So, make sure you have boundaries. Make sure you talk to each other. Um. And always ask questions. I, I think it's a big thing. Um. Uh, so I'm pretty sure I didn't talk about everything that some people want me to talk about. Um. And just just me being me. 
I'll have I I don't know too much. I'm only going off of what the quick things I can look up and talk about of things I know personally that I'm looking into. Um, but always ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask. You know, other people you know that have experience moving out for the first time, or you know, or just moving out in general. And also the apartment people or the landlords, whatever real estate agents. Don't be afraid to ask questions. They should be able to explain everything. You know, if you have a question about a certain form, you have a question about fees, you have questions about, you know, you using certain people's services, you know, utilities, you know, some questions I know you should be asking, you know, plumbing. How is good is the plumbing? Electrical work, you know. When was the last time, especially apartment building, you know, when was last when was these built? When was the last time, you know, maintenance people came in and, you know, did their did their job? You know, has any of the appliances have been work, have malfunctioned before? You know, look look around, look around apartments. You know, looking the cabinet stuff. You know, do you see ant traps? Do you see you know mice traps? Do you see dead insects yourself laying around? You know, do you look in the paint? Look at the paint. You know, look at stuff. You know, you want to check around, especially if you know you're not gonna be the first person moving in. You know, you want to look at these things because you're like, yo, I want to make sure I'm moving into a place I know. Um, I know we moved in a place before where they had mold and, you know, they just didn't tell us, you know, we moved in places before where, you know, they just didn't disclose certain things. You know, you want to be looking on that. You want to be looking. That's why it's best to not move out in a hurry, but you want to move out in a place at a, at a pace where it's like, you know what? I'm glad that, you know, I have a chance to at least look around and have someone here help. So always have someone there help you. Always ask questions. Um, those are things I can really think about of ending it right now. Um, but yeah, this is the end of my podcast for today. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. This is kind of something I want to talk about just because, you know, it's something I was thinking about. I was like, eh, it might be interesting. Someone, someone might find this interesting. I don't know who, but someone find it interesting maybe that, you know, I'm, th- I'm thinking about moving out. Maybe this helps someone else to maybe think, get the gears going a little bit. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. And I will just, you know, talk to you guys later. Stay safe and stay healthy. Bye, you guys.